Hey, welcome to another episode of Stepping Forward Podcast. This is Sarah, and for September, we are interviewing our awesome families. So today I'm on with my mom, Marilyn, and uh, <laughs> and we're on Zoom, so I get to see all her fun facial expressions and the stuff that she does. <laughs> She cracks me up. Um, and she's awesome. She's really gracious about answering some of these questions. And um, and yeah, so she um, she's here. And thanks. Thanks for being here, Mom. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just going to call her mom. See you. <laughs> it's good to see you, too. We talk on the phone so much, but we never actually see each other. <laughs> so that sounds weird unless you know my mom lives in Oregon. <laughs> And I live in Utah, so it's like a 13-hour drive for me to see her. Um, yeah. Okay, so today we're going to talk for September, which Rachel and I have dubbed it, um, about what our family's experiences have been like being in a podcast. And I plan to come on, too, with my two stepdaughters. And they, um, one of them's at Comic-Con today, or Fanex in Utah, and the other one is at home because she forgot and she has a concussion and that's okay. So she forgets stuff sometimes. <laughs> All right. Thank you. That was our introduction. Okay. So um, hopefully you're having a good September so far. We're recording this on the 17th where your assignment is to go to or make brunch. So hopefully some of you got to do that. All right, let's go ahead and get into the questions, which I'm going to have pulled up on my phone. Um, Mom, how did you feel when you found out I was marrying a man who had kids? It, it didn't bother me for my part that you had kids, that that Chris was going to have two, that he had children and was bringing them into the family. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, the only thing that bothered me about that was the fact that I knew that you liked private time <laughs> and that... All of a sudden, having three extra people around um, might be kind of difficult to not get that time that you needed, especially since two of them were little yeah. at that time. Yeah. But then I realized you would also have joint custody so that there would be time that you would be able to claim as your own if you needed it to get the things done that you needed to because you were still working. and Yeah had a lot to do. That makes sense. I think I've talked about that before that I needed introvert time and even just 15 minutes after I got off of work was important. And it's so funny, I think, looking back and growing up that our parents know so many things about us that we don't see at the time and don't know. <laughs> um, so you felt a fine about it, but your concern was that I would need some time by myself until you were like, okay, they're going to have time by themselves. It's okay. Yes, exactly. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, Chris and I are obviously live in Utah and you live in Oregon. And I know that that was um, a big thing. And I we didn't plan to stay in Utah forever, but I wanted to come home at some point. <laughs> but um, grandparenting from a distance is the only kind of grandparenting you've ever done. And that's been an interesting kind of challenge for you, huh? It has been it. You want to spend a lot more time with your family and spend more time getting to know your grandchildren and see the things that they do and be a part of that. And when you live this far away and at that time I worked outside the home and so did your dad. So we couldn't get away and see all of the things that we wanted to. Right. That makes sense. We were able, we were able to be there for a few things uh -huh. and 
those are things I really remember because it was it was so nice just to be able to be part of those. Yeah. And I think it's different too, because looking at our families with the shared custody situation, um, for our listeners, my brother, my oldest brother has five kids. And so they were, and they're still a nuclear family, he and his wife and their kids. And so they um, would do a lot more activities than we would necessarily do with the girls. Like we would want to get him involved in stuff, but it would be on shared custody time and different things like that. So it was a little bit more difficult. (laughs) Um, But I like that you guys have been involved. Uh, when Chris and I, oh, sorry, go ahead, mom. No, we like that too. It's been good. And when we couldn't be involved, when there were a few things that we could come back and watch, you know, soccer games or baptisms or something, right. but also you sent us some YouTube videos. So at least we could <laughs> see what the girls were doing and see how cute they were and uh-huh. what they liked. So that was great. Those have been really fun to have, too, as the girls have gotten older, so we can see how cute they were and their cute little voices and the silly things that they did before (laughs) they were self-conscious teenagers. (laughs) That was pre-Marco Polo. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's been good because now we have them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So when Chris and I got married, um, the girls were two and four. And you accepted them really early on as your grandkids, and you didn't differentiate between them and the other grandkids that you had and that you have had since then. What did you do that helped you with that? You know, when you married Chris, he became a part of the family, and he brought the girls along with him, and it was just an easy thing to realize that they were all just going to be part of the family together. and. It was just pretty automatic. We didn't have to think about it. They just became your children uh-huh. and Chris's children, your girls. And it was not hard. <laughs> I love so, that about both sides of the family, that um, dad's family is kind of the same way. Your family is the same way that whoever comes in, they're just family. And it doesn't matter what comes before that, if it's step or half or anything. Uh, it, it was really nice to see that. Um, that your brother and his family and both brothers and your grandmother even uh-huh. just automatically accepted the girls, but they were so easy because <laughs> they were just, they were so cute, but they were so sweet. Yeah. Just nice little, little girls. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was real easy to accept. Them. Yeah. And kind of the dynamics of our extended family. So on, I'm trying to think, Chris, not Chris, my oldest brother and I were the oldest of the cousins on your side that we regularly saw. And those cousins also didn't have kids for quite a while. So my brother's kids (laughs) and um, my kids were the oldest in, some of the oldest in both sides of our family. All right. So they were some of the oldest in the family and there had been boys to that point for the most part that were born as grandkids or like great uncle, great nephews or something like that. So two little girls, I could see how it's easy to be like, yeah, they're really sweet. They're really nice. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. You have been oh, such a support system for me over the years, and you've heard a lot of the struggles that I've had in adjusting to step-parenting. What do you think would help other parents of step-parents to know, so like in your position, the grandparents, to know to help their kids out? 
okay. <laughs> I think you just need to realize that no matter who the bio parents are, these are just kids. They're part of your family. They have no say in the situation. They just need to be loved and accepted, just like any other kids, just like any other adults need. They they just need to know that people love them. And you need to realize that there's always going to be this invisible person that will be a part of the whole situation. And you may never even meet that person, uh-huh. but that person will be very important to the children. And you always need to be careful to not say anything that will, not say anything about that, the, the bio parent that you may know or may not know. And just be kind, basically, just be kind in the whole situation, be, be loving with the children and remember that you would want the same consideration given to you if your child were the bio parent and you, and there were a step parent involved you'd want everybody to be kind to each other so that it doesn't influence the children and it doesn't cause them any sadness yeah i really love that because i feel like a lot of times we get so caught up in our own feelings that we forget that there's these little people in our lives that don't have any say we have some say but the little people don't have any say in what happens and in who parents them and in who's brought into their lives. So I like that your focus is on kids and and also on just being kind because we all need that. We all are going through hard things and we all struggle at, with everything, the things that we have going on in our lives. So I like that a lot. Okay. I feel like you've kind of answered this one already, but what advice would you give other grandparents about loving and accepting their step-grandchildren? Um, just, well, like I said, you know, they don't have any say in it, but they're, they're just children. They're just children like any, any children. And hopefully most of us like other people. Uh-huh. <laughs> treat them like you would anybody else, not you know, you wouldn't be unkind to somebody else's children just because they belong to somebody else part, not belong, but because, um, because you don't know their parents or whatever the situation is. You just treat them like you would anybody's child Mm -hmm. and treat them like you'd want to be treated. You, you just need to remember always to be nice to them and that's not, shouldn't be too hard to do. (laughs) Other people should be fairly easy and same situation with these children that are brought into your life and they can be brought in at all different ages. We had it probably pretty easy when they were just brought in when they were young and didn't have um, ties to, to anybody that would make them resent you as a grandparent. Right. So that makes sense. That was, that was nice. Yeah. I think it makes sense completely. And I think about that all the time too, that we got the girls when I got into their lives when we, I, when they were two and four and it made it so much easier than having adult stepchildren or, um, 
yeah, it's nice to have them when they're so young and they just can love. And I know I've mentioned this before, but we're not in a situation of parental alienation. There have been things that the girl's mom has said in the past that weren't very nice that came from her feelings of maybe um, jealousy or sadness or something like that. But she definitely did not ever alienate them from us or from Chris or from anybody in their extended family, which I really appreciate. That's really nice when they're willing to make that sacrifice because being the bio parent and letting your children go to the other home, which they have to do, but (laughs) (laughs) it's got to be hard sometimes to feel like you might be losing their affection because they've got these other people in their lives that they also love and maybe you feel less important than than that parent or yeah or in case of a grandparent you might feel less important than the grandparents who always get to see them (laughs) (laughs) yeah that makes sense I know Chris's parents had talked about that too that when um he and his ex got divorced that the girls they didn't get to see him as much anymore and they um, were sad about that and I know his mom is really tight and connected with um, them and wants to see them as much as possible and wants to see us as much as possible Um, but it was a difficult adjustment for her as well (laughs) so that makes sense (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay and then the last question that I have for you is did you feel like it was harder to build a relationship with your grandchildren or step-grandchildren because you were long distance? No, not, well, it wasn't harder than it was to build a relationship with our bio-grandchildren than it was our our step-grandchildren. They were all long distance and it was just equally the same. You just didn't get to do all the things you get to when they live five miles away or 10 miles right. or whatever. Um, when you live 13 hours away, <laughs> you just don't get to see them as often as you'd like. And it was the same, no matter whether they were bio or quote, step unquote. Uh-huh. <laughs> so no, no difference though. Yeah. Because they were part of the family. Yeah. I think a few of our guests have talked about that too, that they don't use labels on it and we don't have them call you step grandma. We just have them call you grandma. No. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And we don't call them step either. Right. Yeah. They're just your grandchildren. (laughs) So I know from my perspective, but I want to hear from your perspective, what things did you do to build the relationship with all of your grandchildren? Um. We tried to get back whenever we could. And when we didn't, we made sure that we covered things like birthdays and Christmas. And um, sometimes we do some texting and um, send them messages through Messenger. And uh, and then we try to take care of some things at the beginning of the school year so that uh-huh. they know that we care about about what they need <laughs> and have a little something extra. Yeah. So I know we've always and then appreciated family, that. Go ahead. Well, and then we've had a few family vacations where we've tried to get everybody together so they can all build that relationship. Yeah. The close relationships that we want them to have. Yeah, that's true. So hasn't been often enough, but <laughs> you've done this so much, though. <laughs> 
when I look back and I think <laughs> about all the things that you've done, I think you've done an amazing job because it is really hard to build a relationship with people long distance. And I know like as they've gotten older, you've sent them messages through Instagram and followed them and commented on their stuff and and just trying to let them know that you support them and that you love them and that you, um, yeah, just that you're there and you see what they're doing. And I know our girls have liked that a lot. Thank you. Yeah, I hope so. Thank you. <laughs> and, and dad sends them, um, grandpa sends them dad jokes. Oh my gosh, she does. <laughs> the youngest just yeah. told me about that the other day. <laughs> Can edit that out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Nope, you're fine. <laughs> but, but it's nice that he that he wants to make that connection too. Uh-huh. And I appreciate that. He's been part of planning the family vacations and making sure we all get together. So yeah. he, he's also working on it. Which and has that's, been really fun. I appreciate that. Uh-huh. I can imagine. Because yeah. <laughs> I think, so if you don't know this about my mom, she's one of the most selfless people you'll ever meet. And she's always thinking about other people and trying to make sure that they're, she's shaking her head no, but she is, <laughs> making sure that other people are included and feel loved. And um, it's been really awesome to see that. I'm just going to maybe cry a little bit here. It's been really awesome to see that with the girls. And I really appreciate how when I made the decision to marry Chris, you were so accepting of um, him and the girls and so loving and never made them feel different or less than. Oh, I hope, I hope they didn't ever feel, no. th- have those feelings No, <laughs> because we didn't have those feelings. So <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. We, we have appreciated having them in our lives and watching them grow up and realizing how bright they are. And, uh-huh. you know, it's just really nice <laughs> having these wonderful granddaughters that fit right in and that you can enjoy. And when they come to visit, you like them (laughs) (laughs) as well as you love them. (laughs) It's really easy. They're really easy girls too. And even grandma comments on that about how, how much she likes them and how easy they are to Uh be around. And she's older, you know, that's quite a compliment. Yeah. (laughs) So grandma is my grandma, Grandma Maggie. She also lives in Oregon in the same town as my parents do. And um, whenever we go back, we always see her and make sure that she gets some time in with them too so they can get to know her a little bit. And because she always loves having grandchildren and great-grandchildren visit. Not necessarily around all the time, but it's nice to have them visit because she's 86 now, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Is there anything else you want to tell us about um, being the grandparent of stepkids or being a parent to someone who is a stepparent? No, just realize that, that your child, the, the step parent (laughs) is going to have struggles because if if the relationship with the bio parent is difficult and to Try to be generous towards all of them, with with all of them, and not just bash the other parents so that they don't, so that it doesn't make the relationship between your child and your adult child and the other adult more difficult. Right. So, and (laughs) just be kind. If you're kind, (laughs) you have to suffer from things that repercussions that you've caused your child to have because you've helped their anger grow and you just don't want to do that. 
that's true. And I think it's so important because if I think about things in the past, there were things that made me really mad that the girl's mom did. But now I'm like, I don't even remember him, you know? (laughs) And if we had fed into it and kind of you had been like, oh, you're so justified or whatever with me, I might have remembered it for longer and been, been mad about it for longer. Well, I hope I... I hope I did what I said. I did and said what I should have, <laughs> <laughs> and refrain from saying some of the things that I might have been tempted to. <laughs> I feel like that's us as parents, though, and step parents, regular parents, any kind of parents. Sometimes you just got to shut your mouth, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you do. <laughs> you try. <laughs> Every once in a while, stuff sneaks out, and you're like, "Oh, that was an inside word. I'm gonna put that one back in." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much. And thank you also for supporting our podcast. I know you listen to all the episodes. We really appreciate it. <laughs> well, you're welcome. I'm glad to do it. It's it's interesting. It's fun to, to hear how people are dealing with yeah. their situation and managing well. Yeah. So That was our hope in doing all the interviews. Go ahead. It's been, you and Rachel have done a great job making sure that people are heard and and understand and learn the things that they need to, to make their job Uh (laughs) easier, Yes, to make their lives easier. Yeah. So, well done. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Our hope in doing it was to share different ways of being a step parent and also, like you said, to make things easier because it can be really hard. But sometimes as humans, we also make things harder than they need to be. And so if we can help with that at all, then we've done our job. Good. That is true. (laughs) Thanks so much. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, guys. It's Rachel. Just wanted to pop in and remind you all to log on to social media. So Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and take a look at our September calendar that we have uploaded and feel free to share it feel free to download it post it somewhere and snag some pictures of yourself doing any of those activities um, hopefully with some of your step family but some of them are solo activities so that works too and share those pictures publicly on social media with the hashtag Steptember. And also if you could hashtag our podcast, that would be awesome. So hashtag Stepping Forward Podcast. And one lucky person will be chosen from those entries to receive a $25 Amazon gift card from us. So um, we really are hoping that you're all enjoying your Steptember Remember that Step Family Day is September 16th, coming right up. And also, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you've taken anything from it, please tell a friend. Tell someone who could benefit from it. Pass along the podcast. Um, If you're listening on an Apple device, please log into iTunes or you don't even have to just go into iTunes and um, leave us a review or even just a rating, but a review would be super awesome. Um, But that is so crucial to helping other people find our podcast as they're searching for the support that they need. Um, If you're not listening on an iPhone, then just rate us wherever you are listening. Okay. Um, 
but just those those iTunes rainy, ratings are very important. So, um, yeah, that's it for now. But in the meantime, keep on stepping. Only want love in this heart. Don't know it all, but it's a start. No room for hate, no room for greed, no room for anger, fear, or need. I only want love in this heart. Anything else would tear it apart. No room for envy. I have enough of just love, love.